This episode is sponsored by Porkbun.com. Porkbun is a refreshingly different domain name registrar that's different from the other ones like GoDaddy or Namecheap. They've got low prices on hundreds of different domain extensions. They've got everything from .com domains to really cool ones like .pro, .dev, .xyz. Every domain name at Porkbun comes with tons of freebies too, like SSL certificate, who is privacy, DNS, URL forwarding, and hosting trials. Because why pay for things that should be free, right? All these incredible features and tools are backed by incredible support, 365 days a year, and more five-star reviews on Trustpilot from real customers than anyone else. Look, you can get a dollar off your next domain name from Porkbun and see why they're the best domain name register around by using our code. Just go to porkbun.com forward slash rocketchipfm24. That's porkbun, P-O-R-K-B-U-N dot com forward slash rocketchipfm24. You'll save a dollar on your next domain. As artificial intelligence continues to revolutionize our world, there's a critical conversation that we can't ignore, AI safety and security. And that's where HackerOne's AI red teaming comes into play, rigorously testing AI models to prevent them from being misled or exploited. With over 750 specialized hackers in their community, HackerOne isn't just theorizing, they're actively safeguarding AI's future. Just recently, a team unearthed over 100 vulnerabilities in just two weeks. So whether you're at the helm of a startup or steering product innovation at a large organization, it's time to prioritize AI security. Visit HackerOne.com slash AI safety security. Again, HackerOne.com slash AI safety security. This episode is brought to you by Gigantic. At Gigantic, you can level up your product skills through live, small group, cohort-based trainings. We're incredibly excited to welcome you to our next cohort of our product strategy training kicking off in January of 2024. This course will take you through the frameworks that product leaders use at companies like eBay, DoorDash, Groupon, Rent the Runway in order to scale their teams. It's taught by Ben Foster, a friend of this podcast, who is the former chief product officer at Whoop. So come join us. Go to gigantic.is. That's gigantic.is. And save your seat for our January cohort. Your potential is gigantic, and we're here to help you reach it. Go to gigantic.is to reserve your seat today. This podcast is brought to you in part by Creative Live. Creative Live is an online learning platform featuring classes taught by industry leaders such as Nir Ayal and Alex Bloomberg. Go to creativelive.com forward slash rocket ship and find some of our favorite classes, buy them and get 30% off. Welcome to the Rocket Ship Podcast. I'm Joelle Goldman. I'm Matt Goldman. And I'm Michael Saka. Today, we talked with Greg Parise, the CEO of Events.com. What'd you guys think? This was awesome. He talked all about how their incredible culture has really been the reason and the driving force for their growth. And he shared a lot of the techniques that they, they use to keep everybody motivated and still working really hard. 
Um, it's an incredibly competitive and hardworking environment, but they also celebrate wins along the way and do a lot of great things throughout the week to keep everybody refreshed, like mind, body, and spirit. Really great episode. Yeah, a lot of times when you hear about the culture of different companies, they all sound like they're just picking the few same things to focus on. And in this case, we dove a bit deeper and looked underneath the surface of things like work hard, play hard, and really learned what it looks like in one company. And it's a great learning experience. So let's get into it. Earth Class Mail digitizes your physical mail, makes it full text searchable, and stores it in the cloud. I asked one of their customers, Claire Liu of Know Your Company, how it works. Yeah, it's really simple. So all you have to do is uh, you log into Earth Class Mail's backend and they've got an inbox there for you. But you can also set it up to where every time a piece of incoming mail arrives, it will ping you and send you an email saying, hey, you got this piece of mail just giving you a heads up. So that's how it works in terms of the basic mail capabilities uh, the part that I love the most, though, is the automatic uh, check deposit. It's the fact that it automatically, you know, the minute the check arrives, it takes care of that whole process of depositing it for you. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's just so nice. Go to earthclassmail forward slash rocket ship and get their starter plan for two months absolutely free. So, Greg, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Good to be with you guys. Absolutely. So um, tell us kind of the, the high-level overview of events.com for those that aren't familiar. Great. Yeah, so events.com is a, we are a SaaS software, cloud-based, mobile-first uh, software company, and we provide solutions to enterprises that are putting on and hosting events uh, and then uh, put technology in the mobile devices of their participants that are interacting, finding, and engaging with those events. Basically, the way we look at it is we like to, uh, we consider ourselves the software that supports the things that people love to do in their lives. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's so important to be able to organize this stuff. But you actually come from a hedge fund background. And events.com has been, you know, kind of an award-winning company around culture. Um, why, why was it culture that you decided to intentionally focus on when building this um, instead of the maybe just the hardline number business side? Yeah, that's a great question. So, uh, so you have spent about 15 years in the hedge fund business, and I've analyzed thousands and thousands of companies. And you know, the numbers are ultimately what drive uh, what what drive businesses forward. But in order to attain those those numbers, I think that the key to to great companies uh, is the, the the ability to have great leaders and leaders, I think the best leaders that I've ever studied, focus primarily on their people and the culture. So meaning that even though the business is obviously a, a huge driver towards the success of where you're going and you have to provide solutions that are valuable to the end users, the way that you get there and the way that you get your results is absolutely through the people that you bring on. And in order to inspire those people to create great things and do wonderful things at the corporate level, they have to believe in the vision and why they're there and, and the mission that we all, we all uh, hold so dear to our hearts here at events.com. So what do you do when you're bringing someone new on um, that kind of not only maybe tests for that, but that you can tell that they're going to be a good culture fit for you? 
Yeah, we have a really, really good um, collaborative. I, I would say first things that, that we talk about all the time is core values. We really live our core values here at events.com. And we start to introduce those immediately uh, in the interview process. They're listed on our website anytime anybody kind of comes in contact with us. Uh, and certainly they're pervasive as folks get taken through the interview process. Um, our core values are user first, innovation, commitment to team, and not embarrassed to say winning. Uh, and so, uh, so we're, we're really focused on that. And each one really drives to the next. We really believe if you're always focusing on solutions to improve the user's experience, it really drives innovation. And I'm a big, big, big believer in collaboration. And so when we first launched, uh, our, our third core value was actually concern for team. And we're, we're such a competitive group over here that we decided that commitment was uh, significantly stronger and, and it included concern for teams. So we moved it to commitment to team. And I'm a big believer that if you do all those things, you will win. So how do you identify those qualities in someone when you're looking to bring them onto the team? Yeah, that's a that's a great part of what we do. So one, we we most of our interview process is collaborative. So there's usually two to three people in a room with the interviewee. We take them to a process of at least three to four interviews, um, and through that time, we have a process that we keep internal of evaluation and how we rank those people. And then one thing that I think is really, really important, and I am committed to staying true to this, so every single person other than the founder uh, at events.com met with me personally. I interview every single individual that gets hired here, and I'm the final interview. And it, the funny part is I try and have them select out. We talk about you know, the challenges of a startup. We talk about the lifestyle at a startup, the pace of a startup, uh, all of the different things that you know, we find as our culture to be really exciting and drive why we come to work every day. And people feel that, and it's palpable in our organization. And if somebody comes through the interview process and they don't feel that way, Will they will actually self-select out. And there are several times where there's a candidate that we love, you know, they move through the process, they get to my office, they hear like, you know, a couple things that might just scare them. And oddly enough, they self-select out. And that's actually a really beneficial thing for us because by doing that, everybody is completely aligned in, in what we're doing here. And those folks that self-select out, you know, the cost of a bad hire is very, very, very difficult from not only a cost perspective, but from a disruption to the culture itself. What, um, what are some of those things that people are, I mean, I don't want to say commonly because that makes it sound like it happens a lot, but when they do self-select out, what have been some of the things that they're kind of identifying as the reason? I think that some people get um, overly concerned about pace. Mm. Uh, I think some people get overly concerned about um, do they have the the self-starter kind of mentality? Are they willing to wear not one or two hats, but are you willing to wear three hats? You know, when you're in a startup, we're all doing so many things every day. And 
those of us that are on this team, we really embrace that and, and we live it and we thirst it. And, you know, that's not for everyone. And one of the things that I really am a believer in is, is you don't hold judgment against that. And so I tell people, look, you know, it's okay if this isn't for you, you know, but I just want them to be aware of the pace, the expectations, the, the successes that we expect to have. Uh, and, you know, we've really, really started to get in, incredible traction around that. And so to disrupt that is a real challenge for us. So we really, really take our time and we're pretty methodical about, uh, about how we hire. So I'd love to kind of, could you give me kind of a quick snippet of how you describe the pace at events.com so that, you know, us listening can kind of understand how you're, you're, um, Describing it in a way that allows them to kind of understand it and then self-select out. Yes. Yeah, so everything that we do, um, the the fun part is that ninety five percent of our our people that sit down in the interview with me have joined the company. That's so awesome. um, I think we're doing a, a pretty good job there. So I don't want to focus on the self selecting out. Oh no, uh, I just think few- it's an important lesson for kind yeah. of CEOs to know how to frame the conversation so that yes. they're only bringing on good people that are a good fit for their culture. Yeah, that's a great point. And so what I do is I share with them all the great things that we do. We work hard. Uh, I, I share, look at, we work hard, we play hard. Um, we have a, a biweekly run on Tuesdays and Thursdays. We do a three, a 5k run through, uh, through the canyon here and it's, it's aggressive. We all compete. It's a lot of fun. We cycle on Wednesday mornings. We cycle on Saturday morning. Um, you know, we have Thursday night happy hour. We have twice monthly wine Wednesday. We do a quarterly birthday day party where we bring in musicians into the main area and we, we have pizza and beer. So we have a culture where we have a lot of fun together, but we work really hard together. And I just tell them, look, you know, I'm not a clock watcher. We're a task-oriented uh, work environment, but we have a lot of expectations. The pace is high. We have tremendous, tremendous customer uptick. And with that, it means we have huge development requirements and rollout requirements, support requirements, et cetera. And so we move at a really brisk pace. There are times when, you know, I, I don't watch when people get here or when they leave, but I can tell you this, uh, the events.com cars are the first ones in the parking lot and they're the last ones to leave. And we get a lot done and, and we're really passionate about winning and winning in the marketplace. So that's kind of some of the stuff that I share that, you know, look, People are always going to have things and needs for their personal lives, and and I'm a huge believer in family and refreshing uh, our minds and bodies. And um, but you know we 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 we're accomplishing enormous amounts in in very short chunks of time. So it's just a really high paced and energetic uh, energetic team. When you're growing at the pace that you are, it can be hard to keep everyone on the same page about how you're winning. So how do you, you know, when everyone's working hard every day and, and um, you know, seeking this future uh, amount of winning, how do you make sure to celebrate the wins along the way across yep. the company? That's a great question as well. So one of the things that I'm a big believer in is transparency and communication. And I think that's part of a great culture. I think that if you walk into a place where there's closed doors and offices and, you know, executives sit somewhere and other folks sit elsewhere. We are, we're very open door 
company. Uh, I have an open door policy. I love my people. I want to be around my people. We team build together. One of the things that we do is we're very communicative around what is the goal of the company. And we, I run the company on what's called Rockefeller Habits. And it's, it's a system that's used so that every single person that comes in every day has quarterly rocks and understands why their job and what those rocks are, their accomplishments that quarter, drive up the food chain to hit the results that we drive from the corporate level that, hey, this, these are the quarterly challenges and opportunities that we're going to address and win at. And then what everybody does from there, and it literally, we start with the rocks at the corporate level and we take them all the way down. So every single person in the organization has rocks, between three and five rocks for that quarter. They're evaluated on them. It's the way we automatically put in a, 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 a review system that allows them to understand every single month along the, the journey of each quarter where they are. Are they red, yellow, or green? And then how we drive forward from there. So everybody ends up taking ownership in all the, th- the things that we do on a daily basis, not only from the work environment and the progress we're making professionally, but very communicative around all of the different team building and, and celebration uh, things that we do here at events.com as well. What is, um, what's something in your culture that you're particularly proud of? Um, and maybe that's even kind of a unique thing to the events.com culture. Wow. So what's unique? You know, I think really, uh, it's just this feeling. It's a vibe. Um, I had a board meeting yesterday and we've got a tremendous, uh, one of my favorite board members walked around the office. He's been at the, he's been with us for, uh, since the beginning. And, uh, he walked in yesterday and he goes, gosh, every time I walk into this, this, uh, office, he goes, each time it feels more exciting to me. And it's just that. We have this buzz. Uh, I think there's a genuine air around where what we're accomplishing in the marketplace. Uh, we're winning some tremendous enterprises that have been with incumbent technologies um, for lots of years. And I think, you know, we're the new kid on the block and people are really excited about what we're building here. And I think that 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 comes through, those successes come through on everybody, you know, throughout the organization. And if there was one thing that I'd say really describes us, it's this ability to mobilize as a team. Um, you'll have something occur with a, with a large enterprise and it's like all hands on deck and we just we just are able to mobilize as a team in a, in a very, very rapid manner and, um, uh, you know, just a, a totally collaborative fashion. So, excuse me, do you find that a lot of people applying to come work with you are coming from other startup backgrounds or are there a lot of people from kind of a corporate setting that are looking for a change? And and kind of a second part to that question would be, do you see a difference in their ability to kind of fit into what you're looking for? Yeah, so that's a great, I love that question. So when, when I think about that, I think that it's a personality. And one of the things that's interesting is one, you know, the startup, the startup world here in San Diego is significantly different than San Francisco. I spent a lot of years up in San Francisco. I spent about seven, eight years right in the city. And, uh, you know, I understand that pace very well. And that's the pace that we live here. Um, I would say that the fun part about that question is that, you know, 
a year ago, you put out a job rack and, you know, you get 10, 20, 20 uh, replies to it. We have, I think, seven or nine job recs on our, our website right now. And I can tell you every single one of them has over 100 uh, responses. And some of them have two and 300, which is awesome. Um, I think our name's kind of getting out there about being one of the fun places to work in San Diego. And what we're seeing is, yeah, there's some startup folks um, that have had some experience. Uh, given the, the dynamics of, of the economy here in San Diego and the technology companies that are around, you know, we hire a lot in engineering, uh, project management, product management, et cetera. And then, you know, your kind of traditional sales, et cetera. But um, I think it's people that are, startup minded that are really excited to make a change. I think some of the people, some of the, the greatest folks that we've brought in have been people that have worked at, at larger places and felt as though they couldn't even be entrepreneurs there. And they're truly the entrepreneurial spirit. I'd say if there's a fabric that we all share, it's everyone that comes in is truly has that entrepreneurial spirit. And, uh, and I think that's one of the greatest things that drives us towards success. What do you do to keep um, really good people around and motivated, um, you know, year after year? So I think the number one way to keep people motivated is culture, right? If, mm-hmm. if it's a place where people feel valued, uh, they feel loved, they feel cared about, they feel like they're accomplishing great things and you're celebrating in those accomplishments together and regularly, I think it's a drive to want to wake up and go and be around the people that you've built your team with. And I really hear that regularly. Um, we just onboarded a couple people uh, in the last uh, three weeks and after 10 days I sat down with them and I said, you know, tell me, tell me, how's it going? You know, how you feeling 10 days in? And she looked at me and she goes, this is going to sound really weird. She goes, I feel like I'm home. She goes, I feel (laughs) like at this time, it was, I (laughs) I was so humbled by it. It was just an awesome comment. She goes, I feel like I'm home. And then another young lady that we brought on at the same onboarding period said, I've never had an experience like this coming into work. I've never, I've never been onboarded like that. I've just, I've never had, uh, you know, we do some creative things. We have a buddy system. When people come on, we cross pollinate from different functional areas. So if somebody's in product, we might put them with sales. If somebody's in engineering, you put them with a finance guy and we have a, we have a really cool onboarding system where we have those cross functions interact uh, and there's certain duration where certain fun things that I'll keep internal to our culture uh, that we have uh, that we have as, as kind of exciting fun rewarding and educational for the onboarding process and we make it uh, make it a lot of fun we make it really interactive um, I think it's critical to have stand-ups uh, stand-ups at least weekly for the entire organization and every single uh, functional unit has stand-ups every day, including my executives. I have, uh, I'll share a, a funny, uh, we call it our daily huddle and it's, uh, it's the six, seven executives that come into my office every morning. We stand up in a circle and all the, uh, all the employees uh, walk by the, uh, the, the, the door and it, they don't call it the daily huddle. They call it the executive cuddle. So it's <laughs> funny. I figured I'd share that. <laughs> <laughs> so walk me through this. Say, say today was my first day or this is my first week as um, a new marketing person. Say I'm coming on to run your blog. What would my first day or my first week look like with you? So we typically like to start people on a Monday. 
Um, and we do that because we have our Monday morning all-hands huddle. And we do it in this great open space where we have our events.com chalkboard with our mission and our core values. And everybody, as they join the team, they, they write their name uh, in their own design on the, on the chalkboard as they join the team. And so we like to introduce um, them, let them say hello and who they are. And um, essentially, uh, we then, in that morning meeting, what we do is we go around and all of the director level, what we do in that meeting is communicate what we did last week, what we're working on this week, and if there's any bottlenecks that uh, that we're running into. And so each of the folks that normally speak uh, will introduce themselves, let that person or that, the number of people that are joining that week uh, know who they are, what they're in charge of, and then what we're working on we go through. And then at the end, we literally do exactly what I said. We hook them up with a buddy who takes them through on boarding, uh, everything from, you know, um, you know, dress for success Monday, which is directly correlated to free for all Friday. So we do this, this fun thing where Mondays are dressed for success and it's however you view that. It's not something that we determine. So we have some guys that wear suits and ties. We have other people that, uh, we have an engineer who's the funniest t-shirt guy I've ever seen. He wears a bow tie t-shirt on, uh, on Mondays and that's his dress for success. And then it's directly correlated to free for all Friday. And, uh, in the summertime, they like to call it flip flop Friday. So, um, we take them through and then we onboard via that buddy system. Uh, the buddies will be taking them to lunch that day so that they can get out and, and, and kind of talk about things one-on-one. And it's just a really collaborative, welcoming environment. And the amazing thing about that is when you really provide that environment, it's incredible to watch people's impact on a company in very short order. There, it creates this willingness for those people to express their talents. And the reason that we bring them here is because they're functional experts in, in, in their area. And we want them to have a voice. We encourage interaction immediately. We encourage their, their drive, their vision. Um, and I think that's one of the really special things here is that every single person in this organization feels like they're touching something of great import and their voice is heard. Uh, and their fingerprint is on everything that we're doing. And I will say this, that at, at our size currently, that is absolutely true of every single employee in this organization. That's, um, it's incredibly inspiring to hear. And it's, it's, it's really cool the way that you describe it and, and how kind of excited you get about it. Um, you can really hear the passion. So, um, but, and, and I'm, I'm wondering, like, on the, so, like, when you're running a company, um, there's, there's like the, the positive side when everything is going well. Um, but how do you maintain that culture? Maybe when, you know, someone maybe is underperforming or you could tell they're having kind of a rough time. Um, how do you address that, um, while still kind of maintaining, um, this like kind of loving family atmosphere? Yeah. So, you would probably guess coming from a hedge fund background, I, I have a very high level of demand. And I think that, that that permeates throughout our organization by hiring those great entrepreneurs who understand what winning really means. Uh, you know, we definitely are going to lose uh, and we're going to lose along the way and we're going to lose graciously. But, you know, we will not fail. 
and there's a difference between losing and failing and, and, and winning, et cetera. And so there are no doubt that, that this company has gone through, it, you know, as its corporate life cycle continues to mature and move. And, uh, you know, we've had challenging times. And the amazing thing that I, I can just say this, when we've had some, you know, really, you, you know, you're a bootstrap startup. There's times when, you know, you're, you're wondering hey, are we going to get through this? Are we not going to get through this? But the one thing that I can say is if your people believe in the vision, they believe in what, what, what you're all working toward. Um, they believe in the marketplace. They understand why. They understand the value that we're creating and they believe in that. You'd be amazed at, at what people are willing to do, what they're willing to give up. Uh, you know, family time away, working on the weekends. There's, there's times when things get critical that it's all hands on deck and this organization's amazing about that. And then I think as, as a leader, you have to look at that and say, okay, we just went through a really hard and, and intense period. You need to now say, let's relax. Let's enjoy some time. Let's refresh the body. Let's refresh the mind. And it's really important that you as a leader gauge those, those ebbs and flows and you encourage people to get out. You know, you walk in and you surprise the 18 engineers and say, wear, wear casual clothes tomorrow, guys. And you end up on a beer tour with the engineers because they were the ones that launched, a, launched a, a product that we couldn't miss a deadline on. And they missed their families for three weekends in a row, four weekends in a row. So then all of a sudden, you know, they walk in on a Monday and you've got a private, you know, duck tour type uh, downtown brewery tasting. And you do those things for people and you recognize their greatness and you award them. Um, and then when you have challenges with, with folks that are, are not performing, I think communication is the number one thing that you can do. And you have to communicate it early. You have to have a willingness to coach and really say, okay, you know, is this a skill or a will issue? If it's a skill issue, we can coach it. We can get you there. We'll figure it out. If it's a will issue, you're probably not going not gonna to make it too long at events.com. And so, you know, those, those, those things have happened. You know, we've had to let people go along the way. It's probably the thing that I like least. Uh, I absolutely hate it, actually, um, having to let people go. And um, it's very, very difficult on me personally. And, but, you know, you have to make those, those hard choices. And one of the, the core values that we live by is commitment to team. And one person is not above our team. And I've always got to look at the team and say, is this individual creating a challenge for the rest of the team? And if they are, I'm always going to side with team. Uh, that, that's fantastic advice. Yeah. Um, I really love it. Um, so where, where can we keep up with you um, and events.com online? So our website is exactly that. It's events.com. Uh, you can come out and use our software immediately. Um, we are focused today primarily on the enterprise side of the market. Um, so, so we are providing enterprise-grade solutions to event organizers and then allowing them to use tools to engage their uh, participants. But as, a, as an individual, you can come in and set up your own event, uh, it, have your Christmas party, your weekend Anything that you, uh, as, as small an event to large festivals can all be, uh, all be um, you, they can all utilize events.com. And I'd say that's a good place to, to keep in touch with us. Uh, we, we typically put our press up as we hit it. We've, uh, and we're, uh, we're right here in Sorrento Valley, San Diego. So uh, happy, to, happy to meet anybody. 
Awesome. Invite, invite people by. So. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's great. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, this has been been really fantastic. That's great. I really appreciate uh, appreciate your time as well, and uh, look forward to uh, sharing our successes in the future. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Rocket Ship Podcast. If you enjoyed it, we have tons of other awesome episodes on our website. Check them out, rocketship.fm. And while you're there, make sure you sign up for our newsletter. We're twice monthly. We send out actionable advice for entrepreneurs and exclusive links to AMAs with our guests. That's rocketship.fm. Sign up today. No, I should do, but I love sound. All I really want to do is dance. My lover, keeps asking when I'm gonna leave to get home. Now I'm far too caught up in the song. All I really wanna do is dance. There's a thing that I feel called joy. Ever going to calm down?